my first logos, my first business cards, they were crappy. And now I'm pretty good. Got some skills. Guaranteed to be less crappy than they used to be. Hey guys, welcome to the show. It's Tori Mathis, your host, and I'm here with the one and only Sean Mathis, founder of Miles Street Time Automotive Museum. Hey, how's it going? So, you know, when I was in college for advertising, it's really funny to think, like, I was supposed to be learning how to make ads. Like, if you think about it, like, a lot of the stuff that we did was, like, campaigns for magazines, um, that kind of, of advertisements, uh, billboards, things like that, like, big campaigns for big companies. We never talked about small business. It was always really, really big. Um, and so I had to design these campaigns all the way through college and they did not look great everybody's work was was shitty it, it wasn't just mine we looked like beginners like we looked like we didn't have a lot of experience behind us why because we didn't and so everything that i designed it was starting to get a little bit better but it took a while and then one day i was like holy shit like this looks real like somebody really designed this like i actually finally got to a point where it didn't look like some kid designed it, you know? But if I would have went been in school, or even when I would have got out of school, and I had that mentality that like my stuff still looks like beginner, so maybe I shouldn't do this, um, I, I could have quit. And I think some people quit. You know who I can tell you would quit? My damn kids. These kids, they really, like they're good at some, like they've got some natural talent with some things. And so I think that that's actually been bad for them because they've been good at some things right away. When they have things that are challenging, they don't want to do them. They're like, no, I'll just do this other stuff I'm already good at. It makes me wonder if like that's just our kids or is that the, the kids mentality these days? We, maybe we were like that too. Who knows? But it, it could be, I don't know. Are other people's kids like that? It's possible. Uh, you know, they. it's got to be hard when shit's hard, you know, as a, as a kid. You know, like it, if it doesn't come naturally easy to you, then why would you do it? Yeah, but you know, like every, all of us learned to ride a bike and nobody like hopped on the bike first time. And we're like, woo, you know, we all had to struggle through. And I think everybody can kind of remember that. Like, so everybody's gone through that kind of thing that... Like, that was a little bit hard. Like, that wasn't the easiest thing. Um, so I don't understand why these things have, like, you have, whatever it is, like, you have to start shitty. Uh, and just because you're not great at something or just because it doesn't, you don't catch on quick, that's even like social media with all of these business owners. Like, if you're a business owner, local business owner especially, like, you have to be, your business needs to be on social media. Maybe you're not good at it. Maybe it's hard for you. Maybe you're not technical. Well, you know what? This stuff's not going to be easy when you first start, but that doesn't mean that you don't do it. A, a shitty Facebook page is better than no Facebook page for your business. Absolutely. Like you have to, like you're not going to just get better right away. Good example. I tried to make videos forever. I knew I needed to make videos for my business and I made a couple of videos and they were shitty. And you know what I did? I stopped making videos. 
And then I'd be like, I need to make videos. And I'd make a couple videos. And you know what? They were shitty. And you know what I did? I stopped making videos. And then a couple more years would pass. And I'm like, I need to make videos. And I made videos and they were shitty. <laughs> so you know what? We decided to just start. And I started just to do, like, I, I stopped that quitting because it wasn't good and that they were shitty. And I just actually put out shitty videos. And I said, we're going to do this and we're going to do one a day. <laughs> and we did. And I, well, <laughs> I kind of volunteered, Sean. I'm like, it's going to be easier if I talk to you rather than if I just sit here and talk. I think that it would go quicker because I finally realized, and I don't know why it took me this long, like, I have to just push through the shitty. And you know what? In five years when I look back, I'm going to look at this video and go like, damn, Tori, that shit was shitty. <laughs> Good job for keeping on. But you know what? These ones are less shitty than the ones that I did you know, five months ago. And that's going to keep happening. Just like the designs that I did. My first logos, my first business cards, they were crappy. And now I'm pretty good. Got some skills. Guaranteed to be less crappy than they used to be. Right? <laughs> so no matter what it is that, you know, you need to do, like, you just do it shitty. It's like, okay. And nobody's going to judge the shittiness, really, because everybody knows that you got to go through that. And it's okay to be a beginner. It is fine. Well, there that's is some a people's place, budget, you know? But there is a place for that. Like, I had beginner budget clients when I was at that point. And so that is okay. Like, there's, yeah, I, I think that's a great way to put it. It's that there's definitely a place for that. Like, the kids go to karate. There's a reason there's a beginner karate class that's three months long. And then the next one is nine months long. Then you go to it. Like, there's a reason. Like, you have to be the beginner first. Like, you can't just, like, practice at home and then, like, come out once you're good. Like, no, you, you have to start at, at the shitty class. And there's a, there's a level of commitment that you have to be willing to make to stop being shitty. Like, otherwise, you will always be shitty. Like, there's just, there's no way around it because you don't have any experience, you know? So even if you're naturally good at whatever it is, you will be better if you do it more often. So, I mean, and when you compare something you've done 10,000 times versus the first couple, there's going to be a huge difference, uh, whether, you know, playing an instrument or making videos or... Uh, even making pizzas, you know, you're, you're a pizza guy. Your first pizzas aren't going to be great, but after a while, they're going to be fantastic. I mean, even the tweaking recipes, you know, you're making everything from scratch. How they are at the beginning may not necessarily be how they are after you've done it for a few years and tweaked it and made it more efficient and whatever the case may be. Uh, and I think a lot of people, they wind up getting caught up in comparing themselves to other people, other businesses, uh, similar, different, doesn't really matter. They're at a different level. Uh, you, they've gone through the same thing. Like, you, you have to put in the time. And, and like our kids, they want to jump to the expert level without putting in the effort to get there. And, and it doesn't work that way. You have to do it. We had a, I, and I've talked about this before during Christmas. Uh, I was wrapping presents. I love to wrap presents. I have wrapped a lot of presents. I very much enjoy it. Um, and so the kids, we take that, we each take them out. And so they get to get presents for the other kid and the other parent. And then we come together. I help, I make them wrap them themselves. You know, I help them out and we wrap. And Riley 
was so excited and he when he got stuff for me and he ran upstairs and he wrapped it by himself and he brought it down and it was like wrapped around and he used big tape like packing tape it was crazy but he wrapped it and Bella made fun of him she's kind of a jerk she's like she's a little judgy with him <laughs> and uh he he didn't care he was like well can you show me how you do it I was like, absolutely. And so we sat there and I showed him like a couple of my things. And so he wrapped some. And so when Bella came and it was her turn to wrap stuff, I'm like, do you want me to help you? And she's like, no, I'm going to do the labels and the bows and you do that part. I'm like, why don't you just like, you know, try it out? No, no. And so she, she was being a butt and she wouldn't wrap them. I'm not going to push her into it. She still helped. She just didn't want to do that part. When Riley came with the next ones, he did it. And he was like, look at me. Like I'm getting better. Like he got so much better. Can I tell you how much better Bella got? Bella didn't get better because Bella didn't do it. Like, it, and you know, he's one, he's usually one of the worst ones for it. And she's usually the one that's good for it. But in this one, like he was willing to try and he was willing to, to just put himself out there to do it. And he didn't care what she said. And he started shitty. And, you know, next year is going to come and maybe he'll be a little bit better. And I wish he would have that attitude about more stuff. But, um, yeah, they, they definitely want to go straight to that expert level. Yeah, and when you're, when you're talking about your business and what you charge, like, you're going to start at a certain level, whatever that may be. And the price you charge is going to be dependent on what your skill level is for that. You know what this makes me think about? Graphic designers for this are the worst, right? Oh, the Isn't gas it? station attendants you mean? Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So when I was still in college, this girl that lived across the street, her daughter was a graphic designer. And she actually, like, pulled out her portfolio. She graduated already. She pulled out her whole big portfolio thing. And she, I mean, her work, it was really nice. Um, but she was told in school that when she got out, she would make some crazy amount of money. And so she went out for a couple of jobs. They, she was a beginner. Like, yes, she had nice work, but she didn't have the experience to back any of that work. Like, it's different when you're in a real situation. She didn't have that experience to back it up, but she wanted to start at this expert level because somebody at the school told her that's where she would be. And so she refused the jobs where she could have worked up and got experience, and she got a job at the gas station down the street. I was like, what the hell is going on? And like her mom said, she tried to talk to her and everything, but she had this so ingrained that she deserved this certain amount um, and, and she wouldn't budge on it. That's probably why everyone and their mom is a graphic designer. <laughs> My nephew's a graphic designer. I, like everybody's a graphic designer. Like no, she, nobody actually works. They just do graphic design. <laughs> she was good too. Like it was, it's, it was very disappointing. So sorry to interrupt you with the like, when you start, you charge a certain amount. Yeah, and then eventually you're 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 going to be a lot better than what you were initially. So I mean, you're going to charge more because you're worth more, uh, and your your clients are going to want that skill level that you've acquired, proved, and they're going to pay for it. Where you know you get this newbie that comes in there and like, well, Tori charges five thousand dollars for a website. I'm going to do it as well, but they don't even know what they're doing and they build something in Wix and it breaks and it's ugly, but they, they charge five grand. Like they're not going to get anywhere because those clients of theirs aren't going to be happy with them. You know, if they would have charged, you know, 
800 bucks and they built something in Wix for a client and it doesn't really have a whole lot of features, but it's better than what they could do. And they had, you know, minimal budget. So, you know, everybody was helping everybody. They, you know, one, one's getting experience. The other one's getting a cheap website. Like it's a win-win, but you got to kind of stay in your lane on that. And then as they progress and get better and better, which is what Tori did, uh, all of a sudden, like you're going to, you're going to get premium stuff because you've got years of experience of doing it and you can do it efficiently. And that's a whole another thing is people get caught up on how much time it takes for certain things. You know, what it used to take to do something shouldn't take that long to do after you've done it so many times. It's well, just, it's natural. That's why I hate when people are like, what is your hourly rate? Why does, you know, how long it takes me have any, like I do everything is project based and it is a completion rate. It's like for the whole thing. I do not work by the hour. That's like, if I can do something quickly and it is amazing, like, why should I be penalized for that? I refuse to do hourly. I hate by the hour for everything. Because to me, that's the easiest way to nickel and dime whoever is paying. There's no sense of urgency, which is already a pet peeve of mine. It's not that you have to get things done super fast. It's that if I can tell you're not even trying, it pisses me off, especially when I've got to pay for that. You know, say I wanted a, you know, a car built or something. I don't want to pay you hourly to do it. I want to pay you for the final product. Like I want to, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to base what you're worth on examples. I'll see this car and this, you built all these. You should know how long it took you to build, the, build those. Tell me how much it costs so that I can have something just like that. Don't tell me you're going to charge me $125 an hour. And it's going to take somewhere between a hundred and a thousand hours. Like you got to be kidding me. <laughs> like I don't want to do that. How efficiently can you get me this finished project? You know, websites, if we charge people hourly for a website, it would be ridiculous. Like, I mean, we, we wouldn't, we wouldn't do it as fast. I mean, it's just, it's, okay. it's natural to do that. Okay. Um, well, and I always thought that I was like, if I was having an off day or like some days, like I'm not as fast as others. Some days I am fucking on it. Like, I don't think that you should have to pay more because for whatever reason, like I'm not a hundred percent. And so I, from the very beginning, when I started working like this hourly, hourly, hourly comes up all the time. And, uh, yeah, I, I just, I think it's bad, you know, and you know, with cars, with design, with any of those types of things. Um, I think it's a, you, you pay for a final product. You don't pay for my time necessarily. It's, it's the, the business owner's job to calculate the hourly rate. You know, could you imagine, you know, your lawn guy that, that mows your lawn, uh, charges you hourly to do it versus just giving you a flat rate? Cause they know how long it should take to mow. But if they're going to tell you it's an hourly rate, I guarantee you it's going to take them longer to get that lawn mowed than if they would have just told you it's X amount of dollars because now they need to get it done as quickly as possible. You see the roof room guys, if you live in a neighborhood and you see the, all these people up on the, the roof doing, you know, rip, they'll, they'll rip the entire roof off and put a whole new roof on in a day. Man, and they just, all of them get up there and they're just working like so quickly because it's important to be efficient. It's efficient. It, I mean, it's super profitable when they do that. <laughs> if it took them a week to do it with weather delays and just kind of like not really having any sense of urgency, that profit margin that they made, gone. 
You know, because now they've got to pay all those people, all those hours, and the homeowner's inconvenienced for a week versus just it's X amount of dollars, we'll have it up for you in a day. Done. I mean, that's what I want to pay for, and I'm assuming most other people are the same way. You know, but you know, maybe when they, and the thing is, is like even that roofer, they started it, you know, the, the, the owner of the company, they started as just one of the people, you know, ripping the roof off and learning everything and, and, and started shitty, not knowing what they were doing and got better and better. And then they're like, hey, I can do this. And now all of a sudden they're getting it knocked out like, in an hour. Look, I'm a real roofer yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. I, and and yeah. I see it all the time. Like I know all kinds of people that, you know, they start, they start learning and then they, they start it on their, they start the business on their own and then i mean they're killing it but you know somebody that doesn't know they're like oh this is a brand new business that just opened and look how much money they're making like that person put in some time to get to that skill level the business may be new uh but the experience is not it's earned yeah you know and i think about it because you're a newer entrepreneur you're still going through like a lot of those like growing pains figuring things out and because your business is so different than my business like my business has always been from my laptop i can work from wherever i need to be yours not the same way like you can do some stuff remotely but for the most part like you're a brick and mortar business so some of these things like i'm like i don't know like i can't help you with this kind of stuff like you're gonna have to figure it out but you know what I didn't know either like and that's okay like you're not gonna know everything like you're not expected to know everything you will never know everything you're always gonna have stuff that you don't know you're always gonna be bad at whatever it is you start off with and that's fine as long as you're moving forward and as long as you're like you know putting yourself out there and getting better at all of these things um, and like Sean said like the experience that that's what gets you to that next level and you've got to put in the time you can't Pay someone else to do your push-ups. Miles to Time was not much of a museum when we started. I had no experience, didn't know what I was doing, uh, and only had the one car. And yet, we started a museum, and I mean, we had, we didn't have a signs. Like, Tori went and bought me just a, a few, like, reproduction automotive signs, so we had something on the wall, because we literally had nothing. Uh, even the website, the website's been redone a couple times because initially the logo's been, you know, tweaked even. Well, then I think that's okay. You know, we've talked about that before with websites, like these people that want to like start a business and start with like this $10,000 website that has like all of these magical things. Like, man, just start, get a shitty website, like make it good enough and allow for yourself to grow rather than trying to make stuff so perfect that you feel stifled and that you can't grow. Like, if miles your time would have been like what a different you know whole animal it would have been if you would have tried too hard to get things too perfect just like it, it just wouldn't have worked you probably would have quit like it, well it wouldn't it's have not... happened because you know it would have taken this long to have what we have like right now i can say it's i mean it's a legitimate full-blown museum yeah. right now but that took four years to get to that level and it's know. crazy like go on the miles through time google my business page or the Instagram page or wherever you can find photos and like look at the pictures like from the very big I mean bare walls just a couple cars like it's crazy to see how far it's come in four years and it definitely didn't look like a museum when Sean started no and it definitely does now like it's it's a legitimate museum but if I would have done nothing 
because you were afraid of starting shitty. Right. Or, and, you know, took this long to accumulate everything and get it all organized and ready to then present it. Like, I, I, I would have never made it this far. You know, it, instead, like, and I like the organic feel of it of, you know, we're just, we're, you know, sometimes I wish it could be faster. But overall, we're slowly just, you know, making improvements and adding and, and tweaking things. And, you know, it's, um, it's constantly evolving and that makes it extremely interesting for me um, because a lot of times I, I still don't know more than what I currently know, you know? So I can go on Saturday and I may learn something completely new and, and be able to change something and tweak something to make it that much better. But I don't know it right now. Uh, I've done everything that I can do, but I know there's more to do. I think that's why it's always important to whatever it is that you're doing, hopefully you have some type of passion for it so you can start to learn more and always want to learn more because it's just those little things and honing things in and figuring more stuff. You know, being in design, I can always, you know, get inspiration from other different things or learn more about colors or about, uh, you know, persuasion with words or with imagery. Like there's so many different directions that I could go with all these different things. And man, I could talk about those things all day. I could read about those things all day. So being able to know that like this isn't it, like, I know everything I need to know. I'm good. Like, you, I, I think that would be the worst way to be in order to get better. And I actually, you know, some of the things I do today, it's still kind of shitty. And, you know, tomorrow it'll be a little bit better. Um, and it, it just, that's the way that it has to be. Um, and if I can get these kids to do that and enjoy the journey, like, I'm not really sure how to pull that out of them. And maybe it's just because they're still young. Um, but maybe seeing us, you know, going through some of this stuff and, and being honest that, you know, we don't know everything. We're not these like perfect entrepreneurs that know exactly what's going on. And you know what I mean? Like we got to work it out. The thing is, nobody is. So if they're portraying themselves as these know-it-alls across that, like, I don't believe them. You know, you, people can know a lot, but nobody knows everything, especially when you start talking about individual circumstances. Like, we can be complete geniuses for what works for us because we know us. But that doesn't necessarily translate to you. Like, we don't know what you're going through, what your experiences are, what your dreams and passions are. So everything that, you know, we could potentially be saying to suggest you do won't apply. But we don't know. So, I, I mean, that's for you to make that decision. But the only way that you'll ever figure that out is to actually try stuff and take some action and be okay to go through the ugly stage because <laughs> it's, oh wait, you have to go through the ugly stage. You have to make shitty videos. You have to start with an empty museum. You have to like, you have to go through these these times to get to where you want to go. I think that like the, the best thing to do is to turn it into a game. Instead of focusing on you know, potentially going through some really crappy things and, and not being good at stuff and you know feeling down about yourself because it's not up to your expectation. Think of it this way. You're documenting the shitty times. <laughs> you know, much like Facebook memories, uh, looking back on photos through of the museum on Google or whatever the case may be. The looking back on this stuff is absolutely amazing. It may suck in the moment, but if you get the opportunity to go back and see where you've come from, it's huge. 
And the minute you realize that, it's absolutely life changing.、Uh, so, I mean, don't, don't worry about what you're, you're putting out now. Put it out, do it. And then look back on it and, and focus on the future, knowing that you're eventually going to look back on this and laugh or, or just rejoice. I mean, whatever the case may be, you're going to look back on it and be glad that you did it. And that's all that matters. You know, Riley got a unicycle for Christmas. And, you know, the weather, you know, Christmas and, and he's got a birthday in November. So it, he ends up getting gifts that sometimes he can't really use outside for a little while. And、uh, this past weekend, he finally got that thing pulled out.、Um, we made some arrangements on our patio that just, it, it like the stars aligned for the unicycle this past weekend. And I told him, I'm like, I'll do it with you. Like, we'll figure this thing out. Cause they say, like, it, it's not easy to do, but you, you have to put in the time. And so we watched a lot of videos over the winter getting ready for this. And it, I don't remember what it said. Like, You got to put in, you know, a good 10 hours or whatever it is. Like, like it's something like that. It's not, it's nothing like a hundred hours until you get it. Like you, you have to put in the time, the time, the time, and then just you get it.、Um, possibly like riding a bike. That was just so long ago. I know you have to put in some amount of time, but I took a video of him the very first one. Um, and so every, you know, little while I've been taking little videos of him so that I have that like to look back on. And even just over through the weekend, like he is so proud of, you know, being able to make that little bit more and that little bit more. Um, and I've been pretty proud of him. Like for the whole, like he was mentally prepared that it was going to be difficult and that it was probably he was going to be sore and that he was going to have to get through that. Um, I was really proud that he was, he was, uh, He was down to do it. He wasn't getting discouraged. He knew when he had to take a break, and, and I did too. Holy cow. Apparently, you got a grip onto that <laughs> seat pretty good. My legs are all bruised.、Um, my legs were sore. Like, it, it, it hurt a little bit. Like, and we, we, he knew he needed to take a break so that he could come back fresh and everything. And, and、uh, I was pretty proud that he was, he was giving it his all. And he was shitty. So was I. He was bad. <laughs> Luckily, you're not too far from the ground. And when you fall, like you fall on your feet for the most part. So, yeah, we were pretty crappy and we still are. I'll let you know when we get better. <laughs> It's going to be a few more hours. So, don't be afraid to start shitty. The point is, you, you just got to start. Action is the only way to get through. So, we hope that you like this episode, and we hope that maybe you share this with somebody that needs to hear it. Maybe your kids need to hear this,、um, and you need to talk to them about this. Maybe your kids don't need to hear me say the word shitty this many times. <laughs> <laughs> My kids hear the word shitty all the time, and it's okay. <laughs>、uh, so, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks.、Mm-hmm. If you want to get smart tools to build your business, go to besmartal.com. 